You are listening to Sister Speak Life with your host, Marlene Paul. Our purpose, our mission is a reconciliation of bringing people back to God. And to bring them back to God is to bring them back to love. Jesus brought people back with love, not with condemnation. Hello, welcome to Sister Speak Live. This is your host, Marlene Paul. I truly missed you guys last week, and I hope that you are doing well. Before we begin our show today, I would love to encourage you to do a couple of things. Please subscribe to our podcast so you'll be able to get notified whenever we have a new episode comes on. Secondly, please share this episode with a friend that will be able to be encouraged by this. Next, I encourage you and I invite you to share a review and tell us how this podcast has been encouraging your soul. Lastly, I want to invite you to join our Facebook community. If you go on Facebook and you look up Sisters Speak Life and just request to join, we would love to have you guys as part of our community. This is more than just a podcast. It is a community of women that is inspiring each other to live a spiritually balanced life. Now on today's episode, I will be having a conversation with you guys and answering the questions that I have been asking my guests. So as you listen, I hope that it encouraged you and I hope that you're able to get something. It's going to be a one-sided conversation, but I'm just talking to you and sharing my reflections on the questions that I've been asking my guests. So I hope you're able to hear my heart in this and I hope it bless you. I always start my episode asking people how they're doing. And for me, I am doing so much better than I was um, last week. Yeah, I that's one of the reasons why I had to take a break. I was feeling a little overwhelmed and with just starting out work and all the changes and all the technical difficulties. And also I was feeling a little bit, I don't know how to put it into words, but before school started, I was able to work on what I was truly passionate about. And that is being a champion of women and ministry work and working, coming into my job as my vocation as a teacher, I felt like I didn't have time to do what I was passionate about. Although I do love teaching, I do love teaching my students, but it's not where my heart is anymore. So it was kind of a little struggle to um, find peace with it while I'm there for the season. So it was, I was so looking forward to continuing working on my podcast, working on ministering to women and I didn't have that time and I just needed a break to reevaluate and reset my schedule so I can find that time for it. So this week, this week I, I had that chance to do so a little bit to refocus, to reset. And that's one of the reasons why I took a couple of days off 
from ministering, from doing the podcast and not releasing it. Although I miss releasing the podcast and sharing my thoughts and sharing the conversation that I had with everyone and recording, I needed that break. So today I decided, okay, I'm going to come in and I'm going to ask the questions that I usually ask my guests towards myself and share what my thoughts are on them as I progress in that rest and reevaluation. So one of the things that I am passionate about so much is being a champion of women and especially women in leadership. And God has given me the utmost honor to work with wonderful women in ministry and able to help guide them into their passion for work. And so when I said I need to take rest, I know the signs of being overwhelmed and how to redirect. And I take my own advice, the advice I give to my leaders and to people I work with to reevaluate, to take a break. It's okay to take a break. So that's what I was passionate about, working with women. I started Rose of Alpha Omega as a way to t- share with women, you know, that who they are in Christ, that how God sees them. God sees us as a rose. He sees us as precious. Whenever you are in a relationship, sometimes when the guy brings you a rose, it shows you how valuable it is. It's one of the prettiest flowers. And there are different colors of roses, different kinds of roses. But God sees us as wonderful, as precious. Yes, we have our thorns. Yes, we can be prickly, but despite that, God loves us that way and he calls us precious. So we are his roses. He knew us from the beginning and he will be with us till the end. God told me to share with women that you are his rose. You are the rose of Alpha Omega. And I don't know why God didn't have me say roses of Alpha Omega because there are many of us. But one thing I know that he has been putting in my heart is he wants when people say that I am a rose, that he know even though there are many roses in the garden, he still sees you as unique. He still sees you as one that he cares about in, in spite of all the different flowers that are out there. So as we look, you know, some people are quick to say Rose of Sharon, but I just want you guys to remember why, you know, so we are the roses of Alpha Omega. That's one thing I'm passionate about, of showing women, of championing women and telling them and reminding them that they are roses of the Alpha Omega. And I want to inspire them to live a spiritually balanced life because in this life, the world throws so much at us, so much at us. And especially as women, as moms, as professionals, as you know, anything that you do, there's a tendency to live an imbalanced life and be saturated with things that throw us off whack. And God is always calling us to him, always pursuing us to come back and to see him as God. So that's one of my passions, one of my callings is to encourage women, is to inspire women to live a spiritually balanced life. You know, so that has my spiel about 
what I do uh, in a nutshell. Yeah, of course I do. The podcast is one thing that God has released on me to do. I love writing. I love ministering to people. I'm also an ordained minister. So I do marriages and premarital counseling. I just got my certificate as a Symbus facilitator. Basically, that means the program is called Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts. And I walk through with couples before their wedding and help them prepare the way, prepare the foundation for their marriages. And with that same technique, I use that the same technique for that program. We I also use it for when I'm doing life coaching where we they go through this assessment and we walk through the assessment just to lay that foundation to finding out God's direction for their lives. So and who they are as they prepare to go into the life journey. So I love walking with people and through their journey. And sometimes I work with them for a season. And either way, I encourage to see the growth and the progress in their lives. So one of my highlights for this week, just think talking about all of that is this week, I was able to truly find a balance and spend time with God a couple, you know, a couple of days in a row. And then he gave me insights on a section of a project that I'm working on. So I was able to find time and, and plug in time to do what I love. So even today I was able to go for an hour walk and that was enjoyable because it gives me clarity. It helped me hear from God and I wish I can do it more often. And I'm trying to push to it more often, whether it means waking up a little bit earlier or going to bed earlier, sacrificing certain things. I'm going to push for that because when I am in the presence of God and I am in doing these activity, I'm able to hear from God and I have a sense of satisfaction so that I am able to accomplish part of my purpose little by little. So I know right now I am not fully in full-time ministry and I have a vocation as a teacher, but as I prepare to transition, I want to take advantage of everything that God has for me. So one of my highlights of this week was just being able to spend time with God, spend time with my family, seeing my son do virtual school. And that was another highlight right there too, just to see him do virtual school, sitting there taking notes for his first grade self, six years old, trying to copy what's on the screen from his teacher and doing his PE and dancing, you know, just saying that I know it's not the ideal, but at least it's the safest way for him right now. And I'm glad to see that he's enjoying it. So those are a couple of my highlight for this week. And usually I ask the guests what are they focusing on. And I think I talked about that a little bit about what I'm focusing on, but I know truly I am focusing on this week on really working on a pro- the project I'm working on. I don't want to like say it too much, but I'm working on a, a notebook, a, a, a journal, and I'm trying to do the finishing touches of that. At the same time, I am trying to put to- something towards another book, but the, my first priority is the journal. So I'm focusing on finishing up the last touches of that journal and also making sure that this year I have a balance week where I do what I'm passionate about and also do what my, my vocation is of my work and to spend time with my family. So I'm focusing on those things this week to make sure I have that balance 
and have that self-care part of it too. I do take care of myself. One, so that's nothing. I do take care of myself. I, I and I'm taking and I'm working on that. So whether it be my hair and making sure I take care of my scalp and my nails and just drinking enough water and eating right the, and sleeping right, that is usually part of my self-care and reading. So I try to incorporate a little bit of reading in there. Sometimes it's easier just to listen to the audiobook. So I do what I can to get that knowledge to take care of myself and what works best for me. So one of my self-care routine includes all of these things where I appreciate those things of staying quiet, listening to God, reading my word, and sometimes even listening to the word of God and just connecting with other women of God that encouraged me. So that was part of what I've been focusing on this week. Now, during this time of quarantine and all these things going on, I have been standing on my life first scripture. And you know, there are different scriptures that comes to mind, but this is one thing that I have been standing on that has been keeping me through this time. So it says, the one thing I ask the Lord, the thing I seek the most is to live in the house of the Lord, of, of the Lord, all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfection and meditating in his temple. So what I do, what, when I'm saying that is I, I said, okay, Lord, what am I doing right now that gives you delight? What am I doing right now that is pleasing to you? So I stand on that because I know that is my ultimate goal is to be in the presence of the Lord. And that's why I push to, that's why I strive through. So whatever I'm going through right now, it doesn't compare to the promise that God has given us to, that, he, that, we, that he's with us and in the end we will be with him too and so in heaven. So I know that's my desire and I continue to stand on that during this time. I know God loves me beyond measure. And I know that I have to trust in him. So I'm trusting that his plan and his purpose for my life will prevail. Despite all the negative um, media, despite all the negative press and news, I am trusting God that he knows best, that he has us in the palm of his hand and he sees what's going on. And he weeps when we weeps and his heart breaks as our heart breaks. And he knows that it's going to work out. Although we take the wrong path, he is still there. So I am standing on that scripture because God has been showing me that he is faithful. He is faithful and that he is going to do what he says he's going to do, that his plan and his purpose for us will prevail. So I always ask my guests, why has God been speaking to them about others? And for me, God has been speaking to, um, to me about others is, is that to give them grace and look at them how God, look at um, God's people as he sees them. So I've been trying to continually to say, okay, God, how do you see this? How they're your, even though they're not believers, you still created them. They're still created in your image. How can I reflect your love towards them? That's what has been my thing this year about reflecting God's love 
to others and being the reflection of the Lord Almighty. So that is what God has been showing me about reflecting his love to others and not to respect, not to reflect my perspective, my views onto them. He just told me to reflect my, to reflect love to them. No judgment because the judgment is, they already feel his judgment already, but they need to feel his love. And that's one thing that you are lacking. So God had been telling me to reflect love to others, to show them his love, to speak with them in love because he is love. God is love. So in that case, I just say, okay, Lord, I want to do that. But in order for me to reflect God's love, God has been dealing with me in loving myself because the word said to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and to love others as yourself. If you look at the first part of it, it says love the Lord your God. So you have to make a decision to love God with all of those being, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your body. And as you love the Lord that way, you are able to love others. But before, because you will love yourself first, because you will see yourself the way God sees you. And you will love yourself the way God loves you because you're seeing yourself through God's eyes. And as you love yourself as God loves you, when you reflect that love to others, you are loving the others as God loves them. So when I go back to that scripture, it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and then love others as you love yourself. So before you can love others, you need to love yourself. So God has been dealing with that about loving myself as he loves me. So when I display that love to others, I will be displaying his love to others. I'll be looking at them through his lenses. So he has transformed my lens to his lens as I love him with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind. And it's a continual process because our self always try to get in the way. Our self always try to say, you know what? I don't want to look through God's lens. I want to look through my lens of experience and hurt and pain. And I want to reflect that to them because they deserve it. If I look through God's lens, I wouldn't, it, it doesn't look, it doesn't look the same because he's the one who said, love your enemies. And you don't want to love your enemies. He's the one that said, pray for your enemies and, and you know, and pray for those who despisefully use you. And it's opposite of what you as a sinful, we as a sinful being want to do. So God has been pushing me and encouraging me to encourage others to Take our lens of experience in our hurt off and put the lens of God on so we can love ourselves more as Christ loves us and we can love God, others as he loves them, not through a lens of judgment, but through a lens of love. 
because they already feel judgment. They already feel condemnation. But our, our, our purpose, our mission is a reconciliation of bringing people back to God. And to bring them back to God is to bring them back with love. Jesus brought people back with love, not with condemnation. So we have to do the same thing because he said in his word, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So our job is to bring those who don't know Christ back to him so they can feel his love, so they can be able to see themselves as God sees them and they can do the same thing and the whole part of reflecting God's love to others and to know that, okay, you've been through some stuff, but despite of the stuff you've been through, there are no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And that's the message that God has been sharing with me to share to others lately is to know that he loves you and he wants you to love him He wants you to love him with all your heart, your mind, your soul. He wants to transform you from the inside out so that when you go in front of people, you wouldn't have to say you are a Christian. Just by the way you are, by your character, by your fruit, you will be reflecting God's love to others and you'll be be drawing them to God. So that is one thing. And, And that's why I... Part of why I started the podcast, and I say, and I always go to part of the importance of speaking life over yourself, and that is part of the reason why. Because when you're speaking life over yourself, you're speaking the word of God over yourself. You're speaking the love of God over yourself. It's very important because you are saying what God is saying about you. When God created the earth, He spoke. He spoke, and it was. So the same thing with us. And we have that same power. He breathed his life into us. So because the same way how he created life and he spoke and it was, and we have that same ability because he had, we have the Holy Spirit in us and we can speak and it is the same thing. We are speaking. When you speak God's word into existence, it is because God is present now in the past and forevermore. So speaking life over yourself is important because you are just speaking what God has already done. You are just coming in agreement with God promises for your life. That is why it is important to speak life over yourself. Now the challenge, the challenges about that is that we get in our own way. We, the world is so saturated with negativity that it's easy for us to say, woe is me. Oh my goodness. You know, this is not going to happen. It's easy. So we get in the way. We, we are so busy with work and with all the different stuff. And when it just takes five minutes just to say God's word, or just be in um, constant prayer because the Bible said to pray without ceasing, basically mean talk to God without stopping. As you are going throughout your day, you're just mentioning, even under your breath, I like saying breath prayers, where I just speak, as I'm breathing, I say one or two words to God. And it's really hard to continue to remember that. So it's a continue, you have to continue, bring yourself into remembrance of um, what God is speaking to you. 
So what I have done, because technology has taken over where it's everywhere, you're using it for everything, especially during COVID, we're in front of the screen so much, we're watching the news so much, and we're being fed all these things. So I take what technology was, the misuse of technology, I'm calling it the misuse of technology, and taking it for God. So on my phone, I know I put reminders of to just take a moment and read the, um, the word. So the Bible app usually pop up and say, spend some time reading your word. I have another app called Think Up where I record some affirmation, spend time listening to that. So it's just like a little reminders. So the alarm, if it, it takes, if you take a weekend and say, okay, every Monday I want to remember to speak affirmation or every five in the morning, I want to speak it, you know, affirmation. You put your alarm, repeat it every single day, set and done. Even though you miss it once or twice, at least you when you see it, it will be a reminder to you, okay, I need to do it. I need to spend some time with God. Sometime, you know, I, I need to stop and pause for a moment. And that's the problem we have is that we don't have that time to pause and spend time with God. So I try to find ways to do it. I know I love reading, but I haven't had time to read as much. So I listen to podcasts, not only mine, but I listen to other podcasts. and. I also listen to audiobooks and that really help and other encouraging messages. So instead of just always listening to news, I try to switch some of my news time for good news time or affirmations or things that would help encourage my soul and just to lift up my soul. So whenever you see yourself going on a downward spell, that was one thing you can do. It just Change one thing that you would do if you binge watch Netflix, and not saying anything bad about that, maybe just one episode, you can pause for a moment and listen to a scripture on the Bible app, if that will help. Or go online, I think the thebibleproject.com. If you look at the Bible Project on YouTube, they have good little snippets of things that would encourage your soul, like about the Bible, that you can just watch for a minute and that can encourage your soul to get yourself in the habit as you do five minutes, then 10 minutes, then 20 minutes. It becomes a habit. I know I have one of my friends on Monday night. She has a um, 10 p.m. devotional line with Graceful Transformation. And I love joining on that too because you get to hear a devotion. You pray together. It keeps you accountable. You're con- con- connected. And that really helps also. And another way, another way is also get connected with other ministry besides your church. I I got connected with another ministry where they have on Thursdays, and we go there, and you're able to hear from God, and you're able to share what's on your heart, and you're able to be encouraged. So it might not be something that's always structured, but if there is something that's structured, it's good to be connected to it. So one thing that I would advise is to try to get connected with activities around you, look for it. With technology, use technology for your benefit. Look for good good ground to be encouraged. I'm going to put some of these links of those activities that I did in the show notes. And hopefully if you want to join, go ahead, join and say Marlene sent you and you know they will be happy to receive you. And I know those are good soils. And I think, you know, I went over 
a couple of things and I share a, little, a couple of affirmations that I speak over myself. And I know what I always speak over myself are a couple of affirmations that I'm going to share with you guys as we close. So, and I have my, my bullet journal where I was looking at it today and I think, oh Lord, you have done so much. It's always good to go back and reflect. So some of the affirmation that I speak over myself and my, even my son and my family are as follows. It says, I will love the Lord, my God, with all my heart, with all my strength, with all my mind. God is for me, so no one can be against me. I know that God is causing all things to work together for my good. I am blessed when I go in and I am blessed when I come out. When I'm in the city and when I'm in the country, I am blessed. The joy of the Lord will always be my strength. The Lord has a plan for my life and it includes a hope and a bright future. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I said, I will bless the Lord at all time and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Those are a couple of affirmation that I speak over myself and over my son. And I put it more personalized because you can put your name on it also to know that, you know, that is what God is speaking over you. And those are just simply scriptures that God has spoken over us so because God sees us as his beloved God sees us as his so I have a little prayer that God has shared with me that he said to me and I'm going to read it to you and you can put your name where you hear my name he says my precious daughter Marlene choose for yourself to listen attentively and receive wholeheartedly what I your father Lord is saying to you, Marlene, specifically take action to protect the word that I have given you in your heart, the place where I live. By doing this, you will allow me to transform your heart into one that is aligned to my will. My plan for you, my daughter, is for is far beyond your imagination. It will blow your mind. Trust me, I will not let you down. This is what I want to close with. This is what God has been speaking to me. And I know he's speaking um, that to you. So for I'm hoping that all this has been an encouragement to you. You don't know how much time I have to do a retake for this. The last part I, I want to go on is, so what does my support system look like? My support system looks like where I have my husband and my child. Those are part of my inner support system. And then I have my family. But I also have powerful women of God that surround me, that protects me in prayer. So I have my Shashas. I had a couple of them on, on the podcast before. We are, and we've known each other since college and we pray with each other. We encourage each other. We do life with each other. And we have, I have other women that I'm connected to that help support me as I go. And also I really have other connections with chaplains and different people that help hear what I'm going through and help put things in perspective. So it's always good to have that mentor and that encourager 
to push you in. And so that's how my support system looked like. Yes, I go to God, but we were not meant to do life alone. God is a relational God. If he meant for us to do things alone, he would have put us here alone, but he put us in community with each other. So it's important to be in community. And this is why I really push for women to be part of a community. And so as I close, I hope that this little time of me sharing a little bit more about myself and I'm just answering the question that I've been asking other women who've been on the show will give you more of a reflection of my heart and my hope for this podcast is to be an encouragement towards you, to champion you, to speak life over every area of your being, every area of your life, because we're doing life and that you will be able to connect with others and do life with each other because you're not meant to do this Christian walk in isolation. Yes, your relationship with God is personal, but God is a communal God. He meant for us to be in community. He created us to be in fellowship with him. And the best way to be in fellowship with him is also to be in fellowship with his creation, his children. So as I close, I'm going to pray for you guys. And I hope you guys can just take these questions and reflect on them and see um, how you can speak life over yourself too. And please share it and join our community so we can hear from you also what God has been speaking to you. All right, let's close us in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that you are the Alpha and the Omega. As we were in our mother's womb, before we was in our mother's womb, you knew us. And as we were in our mother's womb, you formed us so intricately. And you birthed us with purpose and passion and a plan for our future, Lord. I pray for my sisters right now who are listening, that you would encourage them, you would encourage their soul, that they will be able to see themselves as you see them, Father God. That they will be the reflection of you to themselves and they'll be the reflection of you to others, Lord. That when people see them, when people hear them, that they would feel your love. They'll be attracted to your love, Father God. Lord, I thank you. I honor you and I worship you. We thank you for sending Jesus Christ to take our place and to bring us back to you, Lord. We love you so much. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now, my sister, as I close, I want to remind you, sister, speak life. Have a great day. Bye. Sisters Speak Life is a ministry of Rose of Alpha Omega. Find out more at roseofalphaomega.org.